Living longer isn't the only thing we should be thinking about. We should be asking ourselves how to live better. Today, we're joined by Dr. Michael Murray, author of The Longevity Matrix, How to Live Stronger, Better, and Longer. We'll be talking about the ways to improve every system of your body, as well as your mind and spirit. Brought together, these elements can help you live with more vitality. Welcome to Be Healthistic, the podcast that's more than just health and wellness information. It's here to help you explore your options across traditional and natural medicine so that you can make informed decisions for you and your family. This podcast illuminates the whole story about holistic health by providing access to the expertise of Drs. Steve and Drew Sinatra, who together have decades of integrative health experience. Be Healthistic is powered by our friends at Healthy Directions. Now, let's join our hosts. Hi, folks. If you like what you hear today and you want to listen to future conversations on all things integrative and holistic health, subscribe to our podcast at BeHealthisticPodcast.com. Also, check out and subscribe to the Healthy Directions YouTube channel, which features video versions of our episodes plus extra videos you won't want to miss. And finally, we have more with me, Dr. Drew Sinatra, my dad, Dr. Steve Sinatra, and other health experts at HealthyDirections.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Be Healthistic. Today, we have Dr. Michael Murray on our show. Dr. Michael Murray doesn't think it's enough to live longer. The desire should be to live better and stronger with a tremendous amount of health, energy, fulfillment, and joy. Dr. Murray believes that if focus is put on accomplishing these goals, then living longer will naturally take care of itself. In naming his new book, Dr. Murray chose a descriptive title, The Longevity Matrix. A matrix refers to a set of conditions that provides a system in which something grows or develops. Within the longevity matrix, Dr. Murray offers a step-by-step approach to improve the function of each body system order to help people make their health chain as strong as possible by strengthening each individual chain. With endorsements from my dad, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. William Sears, and other top integrative health experts, the Longevity Matrix is a complete guide to optimizing your health and promoting vitality and longevity, especially in this age of environmental toxicity. Well, Michael, welcome to the show. My pleasure. Well, hey, I wanted to share a, a quick uh, story of how I first met you, and, and you may not even remember meeting me. This was so long ago, but you came out with a book on cancer. I think it was around 2003, 2004. Yeah. And uh, you had a book signing at the chapel at Bastyr University. So I, I bought the book and I showed up and I'm like this, you know, I'm a, I'm a one year student at that point, fresh, really into the program. So excited to just jump in with natural medicine. And uh, I, I, I give my book to you and I look at you and I say, hey, my name's Drew Sinatra. You might know my father, Dr. Steven Sinatra. And you put down the pen. You sat back in your chair. It looked at me for three seconds and said, yes, I know your father. <laughs> so it was just such an, it was such an honor to meet you because you really are a, a legend. Well, let me, let me tell you the first time I met your father and that experience. Uh, we met in a gym at a hotel. Uh, we're, it, we're both uh, part of a symposium. And it was early in the morning, and we were the only ones in the gym working out. And uh, what's interesting about your dad is, uh, like me, we we write a lot about the the you know the the what and how, but we really are about the why. And uh, what I mean by that is, when people come to see us as patients, or we we interact with people, 
we we focus on the psychology, the heart, and uh, the emotions uh, that people are experiencing much more than we do the biochemistry. And I think we share so much in common. And what I really respect about your dad, knowing him well, is that he he walks his talk, and uh, I, I respect him immensely. Gee, I was going to say the exact same thing about you, Michael. I mean, jeez. <laughs> And, you know, and it wasn't just once. I mean, we, we were on a lecture uh, circuit together. We were yes. uh, fortuitously it happened and uh, we were working out in gyms and it was it was really great. You know, I had the pleasure of, re- of reviewing your latest book. I review books all the time. Sometimes I have six books to read. But it's really good for me because it keeps me up. You know, in, yeah. in other words, yeah. uh, some of the books I agree with, some of them I don't. I only endorse a few, Michael, I'll tell you that, because uh you know, if there's certain aspects I don't agree with, I, I, I just tell the author, I'm sorry, I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. But your last book really struck to my core. I mean, that was so superb. I mean, I every single area that you highlighted, digestive health, emotional health, cardiovascular health, I mean, the list went on and on. And then when I saw that you listed astaxanthin as the king of carotenoids, I said, oh, my gosh. I mean, that's just incredible. So I have to tell you that um, that book, um, I hope a lot of people read it. It is like an encyclopedia. I mean, whatever your issue is, it will be answered. I'll tell you that because, um, you know, even for this podcast, I re-reviewed your book again because I, and it was great. I got to tell you, I mean, even in this day and age of COVID, we we're talking about zinc and male sexuality and everything else. I'm saying, my God, you are so right on. And your book is so, you know, it's in the zeitgeist of the times. It is it is happening right now. And that's why people need to really get your book. And I'm so glad they can get it online now. And that's correct. They can get it online now. And it's and I guess it's coming out in bookstores in a few months as well. You mentioned February, I think. So yes. that's great. So, Drew, take it away. What, what kind of questions do you have for Dr. Murray? Well, you know, let's let's just jump into to the book. I mean, do you want to elaborate on the main theme of the book and what you want our listeners to know? Well, you said it really well. Uh, you know, we're a very complex system. There's so many interrelated parts. And when, when I read these uh, books about longevity and life extension, they they really miss the mark because, it, uh, you know, they talk about enhancing mitochondrial function or making telomeres uh, resist shortening and all these anti-aging theories, and they're all important. But uh, if you look at what really uh, constitutes a quality life and a life worth living, and uh, you you come to the realization that uh, you got to have every uh, piece of the puzzle uh, there and you've got to make sure that every link in that chain is strong. And we have all these uh, chains that are linked together, our immune system, our cardiovascular system. You know, you mentioned my, my book on cancer. When I was writing that book, one of the most amazing things that I came across was uh, a study that was looking at the way that uh, people explain the events in their lives, whether they're an optimist or a pessimist, and the impact that their attitude had on their ability to detoxify cancer-causing compounds. And the authors in the summary talked about how they just discovered a new field 
when I was first getting interested in, in naturopathic medicine, psychoneuroimmunology was quite the rage. And then uh, researchers found that it's not just the, the mind and the brain and the emotions that influence the immune system, but also our hormonal systems. So it became psychoneuroendoimmunology. And then in this in this uh, summary of this article, they, they said, we've discovered a new field. It's psychoneuroendoimmunotoxicology. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I laughed just like you laughed there because we get it. We know that everything is connected and all these different systems, they, they work as a collective whole. And if you want to live longer, I think it's, it's through living better and living stronger. And, uh, and it starts with the why. And I think that's what really makes my book a, a bit different. And it's been a big focus of mine. I just did a webinar on creating a, a why and the power of purpose. And uh, the, everything's kind of come into focus with this COVID-19 situation because people are spending so much time with themselves or with their family. And, and uh it's, it's really a chance for self-evaluation, self-renewal, growth, and creating a better version of themselves. And, uh, and it starts with, with why. And I think a lot of people are not choosing to live with, with passion, vitality, joy, happiness, and all the things that we truly want, love and connection because of the choices they're making. And because if you're not healthy, if you're in pain, if you're suffering, if you don't have energy, you don't have all these things that you, that you really want in your life to the degree that you're capable of having. So for me, uh, being healthy is, is uh, doing everything that we can to live in an optimal state. Michael, I just I love what you said because all throughout your book too, and, and from all your other books as well, you've always been um, very keen on saying, "Well, hey, you've got digestive upset, you've got gas and bloating. Well, that's not normal. You're not deficient in antacids. You're not deficient in proton pump inhibitors." And I really like that because people have, in a way, they've they've given up in a sense because they they feel like it's normal to feel pain in their body, or normal to have gas and bloating, or normal to have constipation. But it's not. And there's so many things that you can do to mitigate that and to improve those symptoms and such. So I really love that about what you do in your book. Another thing I wanted to uh, mention really quickly and I think is so important for us to talk about right now is you open up your book with gratitude and why gratitude is so important. Can you can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Uh, you know, Cicero said that uh, gratitude is not the greatest of all virtues. It's the mother of all others. And uh, it's, it's in every major, uh, pretty much every major religion. The, there's something about saying grace. And I came across uh, an article that really drove this home to me. It was an article in Sports Illustrated <laughs> about Stan Musial. And Stan Musial was beloved, and it was he was beloved because of the the, the grace and the gratitude that he uh, showered upon the fans, and he was very grateful for the life that he had. and And I, I I I had an epiphany, and I realized that all the people who were long lived, who I who I loved, appreciated, and respected, and wanted to be like when I got to their age. They all had different personalities, different values in some regards, but there was one common thread. They all uh, easily expressed appreciation and gratitude. 
And I started thinking about that. And so it led me, Drew, to, uh, uh, I know your father well, uh, we're, we're diggers. And so I started digging on the power of gratitude and looking at the impact of gratitude exercises in psychology and uh, various uh, works that has been done, that have been done. And one of the studies I looked at was trying to create a hierarchy of what's important in determining longevity. And when they looked at lifestyle, diet, uh, uh, personality traits, uh, lifestyle, they, when they, when they uh, looked at all those different factors, what filtered out as being the most important was the ability to express gratitude. And so I start with the book because that may be the most important thing. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for, for the life uh, that I have in this gift called life. And so... Uh, I want to live it to, the, to my fullest. And I know a lot of other people want that as well. And those that aren't there yet, I want to inspire them to, to have those feelings. Picking up on that, Michael, I think what makes your book so exciting is that you weave in the mind, body, and the spirit. And, um, you know, there's so many books out there that talk about the physical aspects and they leave out mind or they leave out spirit. But your book is exceptional because you're weaving that, you know, trilogy throughout the book. You know, even your comments on laughter and stuff like that through the book. I mean, it, it just reminded me of Norman Cousins and, and you know, some of the things that laughter does where it releases endorphins and stuff like that. So I, I really want to praise you for, you know, bringing in, you know, the mind and the body. Uh, I mean, for me, my training was in psychotherapy and emotional release work and stuff like that. So when I see another author who does that, yeah. I really resonate with it. And I just, uh, uh, I, I, th I just think it's so important. Well, I want to, I want to tell a brief story. It may be in the book. I had this patient, Mike and Mike, when he came to see me was, I, I was younger. I was one of, uh, I was one of my, let's see, I was, well, my age is not important, but, but Mike was 53. His, uh, ejection fraction was only 15%. He was on the list of, of having uh, a heart transplant. Yep. He was in really bad shape. And uh, his medical file was about that thick. And he was not only on like 21 different drugs, he was on every supplement that you or I would give him to, to support his heart. And yet it was failing. And I started talking to him and uh, you know, I kind of got a clue because he was a, he was a postal worker. He was on leave because he couldn't walk because he, he he actually had an angina attack walking the the 15 feet from the uh, waiting room into my office. Anyway, I started talking to him. And I asked him, "Hey, Mike, uh, how how are you with anger?" He goes, "Ah, some people think I'm a hothead." And I go, when's, when's the last time you got angry? He starts telling me a story about an argument he got in with his mother-in-law. Most of us could relate to that, but he turned bright red. And I, I could just see that this was not, uh, this was the issue, right? And so um, I, 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 uh, I talked to him and I did so in a gingerly way because um, I didn't know how receptive he was, but I talked to him about biofeedback and I got him I told him we were going to get, get him going and learning how to regulate himself. But what I really wanted to do was refer him to a psychologist in our office just to begin working with him. And anyways, we talked and, and uh, I, I actually had a copy of a, what, a book that really touched my life. It's called Heartbreak and Heart Disease Oh, and, uh, by Dr. Stephen Sinatra. I gave him my copy of, my, of that book and I said, I want you to read this book. And 
within a year, this man who couldn't walk 15 feet was able to walk any distance with, without an angina attack. His, his ejection fraction went from 15% to uh, about uh, 60%. And uh, uh, he, we got him off a lot of the medications. He had uh, just a remarkable transformation. He went from being a grizzly bear to a teddy bear. And his dramatic his, his cardiovascular transformation and his health transformation was what was even more dramatic was the change in his life. And what got better in his life was everything. And it started with the relationships that he had with his children, his wife, and even his mother-in-law. Everything got better. Everything got better because he healed what was really causing his heartbreak. <laughs> and that led to better heart function. So, uh, yeah, you, you touch people through your work as well. And uh, you, this, is a, this is a true story of, of a patient I had that was touched by your work. Thanks for sharing that, Michael. That, that, that's really amazing. And uh, it, it's just incredible how you heal somebody's anger. And it, and it goes to, you heal the layer of anger first and the layer of sadness second. And then all of a sudden, you know, the body begins to heal. I mean, it's just uh, incredible. And, 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 and that's why I think you, you, even this new book of yours, uh, you, you bring this out so clearly. When I read it, I just buzz with joy because, you know, I just see the, the mind, body, spirit coming through and, you know, all these different, uh, you know, ways of, uh, of healing. I mean, it's, it's just so important. You know, uh, Drew brought up uh, proton pump inhibitors, and I, I, I like to, to take this opportunity to, to talk about these drugs like Nexium and Prilosec because the data is overwhelming. These drugs are, are classic examples of drugs that suppress the symptoms. They suppress GERD, uh, they re, uh, suppress heartburn, but uh, they create so many problems. Uh, they're proton pump inhibitors. We, they, they block uh, something that's vital for our cellular function. And we're going to see consequences. And the consequences we see are pretty severe. These drugs shorten people's lives, and, and people are unaware of that. Uh, with COVID-19, the SARS-CoV-2 virus, I wrote about this uh, when it first the virus first started hitting. I said, when they sift through the data, what they're going to find is that People that are on proton pump inhibitors have an increased risk of developing more severe infections. And uh, that's been shown to be true now. Uh, and the, the reason's simple. We, we, we uh, have these protective mechanisms that uh, fight viruses before our immune system even gets a chance to interact with them. And uh, I, I came across this article uh, showing that uh, the SARS virus, the original SARS-CoV-1, I guess, virus, uh, they showed that it, as well as MERS, could you could in increase their infectivity in animal studies if you gave them in, in conjunction with the proton pump inhibitor. Uh, the uh, gastrointestinal tract has some protective mechanisms so that uh, uh, various pathogens in our food uh, or that we swallow, uh, get destroyed by the acid. Our acid in our stomach is a pH of one to two, and that's strong enough to eat through a two by four. But it, uh, if you block it, uh, that pH goes up. And when that pH goes up, uh, it, it doesn't kill viruses. And so, yeah, uh, this uh, virus, I, I think, uh, is going to give a lot of 
uh, gifts of understanding of the importance of, of uh, what we can do to enhance a person's immune system. And there's a reason why uh, we have this, this high rate of mortality here in the U.S. compared to many other countries. And, and it's all going to get sifted out. There's going to be so much data. But we, we, we see what the risk factors are. And uh, we see, we, I think we're going to see also how various medications contribute to uh, risk. Uh, so anyway, uh, bottom line is uh, we need to get people off these PPIs. They're, they're really damaging. They're not meant for long-term use and uh, staying on them for decades. Many people have been on them for decades is uh, contrary to good health. And your book offered solutions on that as well. Yes, exactly. And, and, and that's the thing. Uh, there's so many uh, natural approaches that should be uh, almost self-evident and will be someday. Uh, digestion uh, is really a great example. Uh, Hippocrates said it well. He says, all health begins in the gut. He also said, all disease begins in the gut. So, you know, I, I, I take those words to heart and I kind of look at it, uh, how uh, you know digestive function or gut health plays in a particular condition, and with the discovery of the or the appreciation of the microbiome, the link between the gut and the brain and the mind and the emotions, as that becomes more and more well known, uh, his words are more uh, valuable today probably than than any other time. We need to look at, at gut health and. Many of the drugs, they're working, like I said, to suppress the issues. And what we should be focusing on is how do we get at the root cause? And that's a theme throughout my, my book. Um, when, we, when we look to symptom relief, it's a path to uh, a dead end. It's, it's a path to um, not a cure, but simply uh, you know, a, a, a painting over of uh, disease. And we have to get at the root cause to promote true healing. It doesn't matter whether we're talking about digestive health or your area of expertise, cardiovascular health, or we're, we're talking about inflammation or, or um, you know, brain health, depression, whatever. Any condition you can think of, if we don't address those underlying uh, factors that are contributing to it, we're just covering things up and we're, things are just going to fester and grow, and, and that's going to lead to uh, a bad outcome, and, and, and we don't want that. Good medicine is preventing uh, bad outcomes, right? It's promoting health. Yeah, and, and Michael, what I really like about your digestion chapter is it's so comprehensive, and, and even you said this, I believe, where it doesn't matter really the good foods that you're eating. You could be eating the best foods possible, but if you've got inflammation along the GI tract or whatever it is, you're not going to be absorbing all the nutrients from the food that you need. So I love that point that you made. And I also really like what you said, too, and this is something missed very often is that people, when they eat, they're just shoving food in their mouth, watching the news or something. So the first thing you got to do when you're going to have complete positive digestion is really to chew your food as much as you can in a peaceful setting where there's not lots of stress around you. That begins the process of breaking down the carbohydrates in your mouth with amylase, et cetera. Yeah. I just love how you went from system to system, starting in the mouth, down to the esophagus, down to the stomach, down to the small intestine, all the way down to the colon. So that you've just, you've got the entire thing uh, all planned out. <laughs> yeah. I tell the, the story of a patient in, in, in the book, uh, Trevor, and uh, 
so tr Trevor had been dealing with gas bloating indigestion for, for years, and I'd been working with him for about six months and hadn't been able to find a solution for him. And, I, I, you know, I was really kind of, uh, uh, you know, struggling to, to try and find a way to help him. And, and uh, uh, one day he came to see me right before uh, my lunch break. So I said, hey, let's go out and have lunch. And it was there that I saw what the issue was. This guy was... <laughs> We, he was he was suffering from a condition called aerophagia, which is a swallowing of air. And uh, he wasn't he, he was inhaling his food. And while he was inhaling his food, he was talking and he was very animated. So I started asking him about if this was you know a typical uh, way he would uh, 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 behave at a meal, and, and it was. He was a very animated, passionate guy. And when we are not in a relaxed state, if we're uh, not giving uh, our uh, mindfulness to digestion, uh, we're not really helping our digestive process. And this guy was swallowing so much air that that's what was creating all this gas bloating and indigestion. It sounds like a really simple solution, and it was. And his prescription was <laughs> he had to eat in a quiet, relaxed uh, environment and really pay attention to chew his food and and uh, yeah, it, it was it was another uh, you know a miracle. <laughs> we got we got him well. Yeah, and he certainly wasn't deficient in a PPI. That's what we know. So, <laughs> um, well, Dad, you you really liked Michael's chapter on detoxification. Do you want to ask him a couple questions about that? Well, you know, he talked about AMPK, enhancing AMPK. All these conferences that we go to, you know. AMPK is sort of a buzzword for, or for uh, being a, a master of metabolism. And, and Michael, you talked about the Mediterranean diet and you talked about olive oil and you talked about, you know, various carotenoids and flavonoids. I mean, you really got into this and you yeah. talked about the effects of berberine on AMPK. And I think that is something that going forward is going to be very useful. I was in the anti-aging movement for years and I remember all the doctors were taking metformin. But now I can see the doctor is switching to berberine over right. metformin because blood sugar, and you said it in your book, blood sugar is the enemy. I mean, this is the enemy for endothelial cell dysfunction, et cetera, et cetera. And it just leads on to so many different illnesses. So I got to tell you, from the biochemistry point of view, your book was just so outstanding. You're way ahead of the curve. And, uh, and I just hope our listeners can appreciate this, where a natural path can take basic science and bring it down to a level where they really understand it. And, and that's the genius of your book. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I've always been good at puzzles and, and uh, uh, word games. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I owe a lot uh, to uh, who I am in my career to my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Strand. Um, I loved her, and uh, she had a, a poster of all of our names uh, with, with all of her names on it. And anytime we wrote a book report, she gave us a gold star. The and gold I wrote, star. Uh, yeah, I wrote so many book reports. She had to create another poster just for me, and uh, I wanted her uh, her love and approval, I guess. Uh, but she taught me how to how to how to write and how to read information and and, and uh, summarize it in a way that uh, people could understand. And, and that's basically what I do today is I take in information and I try to express it in a way that people can utilize. I'm looking for, for gold stars. And uh, I do that 
uh, through hopefully uh, making a difference in a person's life. And, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, I was, I, I couldn't help uh, as I was getting ready for this call, uh, 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 Steve, to think about, you know, our field is full of, of, of really great people. And uh, I really like the people that are authentic and got into the, the, the field of healing for the right reasons. And that is to make a difference in the lives of others. And you're, you're a great example of that. And, and Drew is as well. Uh, so we, we hope with, in our, with our work is that it's making a difference. And, um, you know, that's, that's what I've tried to do, uh, with, with, uh, with my book. And I, I've, I am offering my book at, it, an incredible discount. I'm trying to get it in as many people's hands as possible. If people go to the longevitymatrix.com, uh, they can get my book for only $10 and that includes shipping. So basically we're giving them the book, uh, you know, for free. free. I'm not making yeah. any money off the book because the, you know, with the, between the printing, the handling and the shipping costs that, that, that comes to at least $10. So, um, I, I want people to to uh, take this work and appreciate it as much as you do. I like that. <laughs> so, so, Michael, for our listeners, I mean, what do they need to, to, to do exactly? Just go online and... Yeah, if they go to the longevitymatrix.com, uh, there's a video there, ex- me explaining the book, uh, and then the, there's an offer that we have where they can, they can, uh, they can click and, and buy the book for, for $10. Uh, there's something that is that can help anyone improve their their health, even someone who's who's vibrantly healthy. And if someone has a weak link, uh, whether it's their immune system, their cardiovascular system, their detoxification system, or their brain, uh, I'm offering natural solutions. I want people to to use these natural solutions that address those underlying root causes instead of trying to cover things up with symptom management. It's, it's, that's not the path to health. Well, that's the beauty of your book. It's so clear and simple. I mean, even in the cardiovascular section, when, when you yeah. talked about the two vital minerals, potassium and magnesium, yeah. I mean, even cardiologists don't understand, you know, board certified cardiologists, conventional cardiologists, you know, they realize that magnesium and potassium are important, but you brought it, you brought it to a different level and it's, and it's so clear. And, uh, it's the simple things that matter, and uh, and that's why your book is so good. I mean, Thanks. it's 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 brought down to the level where I, a guy like myself, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. I got to tell you, this book is in the, in the top five books I've ever read in my lifetime. I mean, this oh, is just, God, thank you. This is just awesome. Awesome, Drew. You're a natural path because of Michael. Remember that. Because <laughs> when Michael oh. and I were at conferences together, yeah. remember when you would go in, when you, when you graduated college, I said, go to Bastyr, you know, and you I were remember. the youngest, uh, you were probably the youngest student at Bastyr, right? I was, 20, I was 22 when I started. I was very young. Yes. Yes. And I mean, a lot of people who went I'm to Bastyr 40 now. had other careers, right? <laughs> they were massage therapists or nutritionists or, you know, and like you were young. So, yeah. um, Michael, we owe you a lot because Drew never would have met Brianna, his wife, if he didn't go to Bastier. And uh, so that's how the, the Lord works. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, it's amazing. The universe is uh, tr- truly amazing. And uh, Drew, uh, uh, we're, we're looking for you to, to, to carry on the torch and uh, uh, 
uh, anything I can do to support that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Michael, for our wellness wisdom segment, if you had one big pearl of wisdom with regard to the lessons in the longevity matrix, what would it be? <laughs> Many to choose from. I understand. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I get asked the question, what one thing do you recommend or what's the most important? And, um, you know, I get a little touched because I think of a, a patient that I had and, uh, his name was Dean and he had a, a rare, uh, inherited uh, disorder and he was the oldest living person in, in history with this condition. And, uh, uh, it's called cystinosis and it leads to uh, crystals in the kidneys. And he went through three different, uh, uh, kidney transplants and, uh, the pain and, and just everything he was going through. And it, but if I asked him to do something, he would do it. His compliance was amazing. And, and it's because of his desire and his will and his appreciation for life. And uh, I asked him once, uh, um, you know, what, what motivated him and, you know, what, what gave him that drive. And he said, all I can do is all I can do. So why wouldn't I do all that I can do? And gosh, it was that, that's, it's such a moving statement when you think about that. And, uh, and I wish people would appreciate their health and their life uh, to take that attitude that Dean had, because he was at a, he's, he was at a detriment uh, compared to most of us because of his genetics. There, that was that was his his weakest link. Most of us don't have to overcome that degree of a, a true genetic disorder. Uh, what we have to overcome is our limitations and our mindset. And mm. uh, you know, so I encourage people to, to do everything they can: body, mind, spirit, uh, diet, lifestyle, uh, exercise, getting enough sleep. Uh, attitude and you know, proper use of uh, uh, supplementary measures, all uh, are critical and do as many as you can uh, to, to have a better life and, and better health. So that's my last uh, words. <laughs> Couldn't agree more with what you said. And then Drew, I just want to just tag something on and that I, I liked his seven top superfoods, you know, at the end of his book. I, I, I thought that was really cool. Michael, choose one out of the top seven and g give us your top pick on that. I'm going to put you I'll, on. I'll go with chocolate. I'll go with chocolate. <laughs> oh, you're going to go with cocoa? Oh, I love it. I love flavonoids. I love, uh, I love all flavonoid-rich foods. Uh, truly amazing uh, uh, little, little miracles from nature. Uh, but uh, chocolate has about 70 unique compounds in it. And uh, it's, it's, it's a great great food it's like talking for our listeners that get a clear a very very dark chocolate yeah the higher the better right uh, uh, raw cacao probably the best and yeah and from the cardiovascular point of view i'll tell you lowering a blood pressure with with cocoa is just phenomenal i mean i've seen it in my patients it's just it's just a great way so well uh michael thank you so much for coming on the show today we appreciate it all right god bless you guys that's our show for today folks if you have a question or an idea for a show topic, please send us an email or share a post with us on Facebook. And remember, if you like what you heard today and you want to be an active member of the Be Healthistic community, subscribe to our podcast at BeHealthisticPodcast.com or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorites. You can also find more great content and information from us and the Healthy Directions team at HealthyDirections.com. 
I'm Dr. Drew Sinatra. And I'm Dr. Steve Sinatra. And this is Be Healthistic. Thanks for listening to Be Healthistic with Drs. Drew and Steve Sinatra, powered by our friends at Healthy Directions. See you next time.